got a new chair. Check it out. Check it out. Check it, check it the fuck out. It's Whoa, so cool. It's, it's so, so white. leathery. It's Whoa, so white leather. It's, it's like you skinned a cow and put it on a chair. Yep. Only the white parts. Or a zebra. I guess zebras <laughs> sound more freaking, or sorry, zebras sound more extravagant. <laughs> yeah, but then I'd need to piece all the strips together. Cows are more surface area of the white, you know, easier to work with. Sorry, I'm pretty sure the great thing about uh, zebra is the surface area is the exact same between the white and the black. But I gotta cut them all up, dog. Yeah, but like, okay. <laughs> That's work. Do you think cows are like half black, half white? No, they got them spots and they're weird shapes. But I, I can cut out the circles of black and now I have a good <laughs> foot square of white. How big of a cow are you using? Cows are huge, brother. <laughs> oh, no, that brings us to a new conversation topic, Brody, and I want to point this out. Zach is slowly turning into a wrestler. Brother. For more than, like, two-minute conversation, he will say at some point, he'll call you brother, and he says it like that. So I, I think what it is, and I could be wrong, is he's he's struggling with coming to terms with bite. And, like, everyone around him is saying bye, and he's just like, brother, I get it. It's it's, it's weird. Yes, bye, brother. Yes, bye, brother. No, I've just been watching a lot of old clips, and Hulk is my favorite. I'm a a little Chameleon. I just take what's given to me, and I put it back out into the world. (laughs) And Hulk Hogan is your... Uh, recipe right now? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I'm uh, sure that fuck. will 100% come up throughout the episode, so I'm looking forward to it, brother. But like, okay, if the entirety of the, the back portion of your chair is just black, you think there's a black spot big enough on a cow that you can just like freaking... Well, just like your theory with the zebra, I'm you're taking the strips and stitching them together. I'm just yeah. saying it takes less items of leather. But you'd be getting rid of more surface area because of your shapes. Whereas mine are like, you can like make a plan with mine. Yours is chaos compared to like, you go up to a cow, that's what you, that's your canvas. I go up to a zebra and I'm like, oh, I know what I'm, what I got. (laughs) I also (laughs) believe that with my cow, I get double the amount of product. They're huge, bro. (laughs) How many, let me ask you this. How many full grown (laughs) zebras have you seen in their natural habitat? Six? <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on <laughs> If If we're talking the leather on your chair is the color of the animal, what the heck is your chair made of, Brody? Yours is red and black. This isn't even leather, bro. It's not. No, he had to kill, like, he had to kill 80 roosters and just use their dangling <laughs> nutsack necks to make his chair. <laughs> yeah, that's the only red thing on an animal <laughs> you can think of. I don't know what you're talking about. This is made out of... Prime Darth Maul nutsack. You got to give us time to laugh if that's going to be the Yeah, but just like Darth Maul's face, it's got black streaks. So again, we're fighting about how economic this is. Well, that's uh, that's the upside. You don't see too many of them inside the Star Wars universe because they've been eviscerated to make this chair. Okay, brother. Get out of here.
Welcome back, gang. It's one of your boys here coming at you live. We're recording this right now. If you were to call me, my phone would go off. So don't do that because this is a live recording, our first one. So get ready for some of the wacky shenanigans with doing a live recording. Oh, shoot, Brody, you're already getting a phone call. Yeah, yeah, let let me, let me, let me get this one second, one second. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I got it. I I told you not to fucking call me. I told you (laughs) never call this number, let alone at this time, okay? I had it scheduled in for months, all right? I've got three burner phones for you. I I don't want to hear it. I miss you too, Grandma. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right, that's the the, what you can look forward to with a live recording of Anime Not Be For Everyone, guys. (laughs) I love you, Grandma. (laughs) I didn't tell her I love her. I told her I missed her because if she... If she truly know, knew me, she would know not to call or even know about this podcast. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's why she called. She didn't know you were on the podcast, Brody. She doesn't know it exists. You're doing a good job with one grandmother. <laughs> that's true. Let's see if she calls back again. <laughs> Maybe later. I'm Caleb Morton. I hate anime, but I like when tennis players scream every time they hit the ball. It really adds a little bit of oomph to their shots. You know what I mean? Female tennis, right? Well, males do it sometimes too. It's fun. Can I get some like noises that they give? Yeah. Uh, like that. It's, I feel like there's more power coming through it. And I get yeah, it. Right, you're right. in a residential area, but I need to know that power. Try again. Uh, <laughs> no, that's sexual. I'm not asking for sexual grunts. I'm asking for where's that money maker? Brody, that's where I get my power. <laughs> you just can't exert. Like, yeah, like that. That wasn't sexual. It helps. It was sexual for me, though. Well, you do your best tennis player hit, man. I, I live in like a complex where there's just like bodies <laughs> everywhere. I can't oh, do right, that. Right, right. <laughs> right. Good excuse. But good ex- what about you, Zach? You live with me. You got no excuse. Uh, <laughs> I see, heard that from okay. my room. Because <laughs> you, you both are fucked if you don't think it's a... Oh, oh, it's, it's basically kung fu noises. <laughs> anyway, I like those, okay? That's what I'm saying this week. That's what Zach, you're trying to say. You? Cool. Uh, I've got a pretty cool character this week. Uh, he's Russian. His name is Victor Offen Innerheine. He uh, specializes in butt stuff. Oh, because of his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> do, you, do you got one more one lighter about this dude? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, victim, Victor often in their high knee is Putin's proctologist. Wait, he's a doctor now? I thought he yep. just specialized in butt stuff. I figured it was like sexual butt stuff, but you're saying it's medical butt stuff. Well, he takes his skills home and his boy <laughs> loves it. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you're married to a proctologist, oh boy, you're in for a treat, my guy. Massaging that up, Okay. Great character, Zach. I like, the thing I liked about it was the name was like really like, hey, that sounds like Austin Powers' name, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Also, I like the fact that this time instead of pretending to be the character, Zach, you said, I have a good character for you yeah, guys. Yeah, he brought him time. in. His name is Blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It very much felt like he was bringing him from left stage and was just like, hey, this is my new character. Hopefully you like him. If you don't, this is his name. Before you get to know him, this is his name. And I was, I like, I like that about that. If you hate him, he can slip off stage and break his leg and never come back. Yeah. It was tough to embody him because I'm really bad at butt stuff. All right. (laughs) Sometimes you just want to live someone else's shoes like the cobbler. Is that what that movie's about? Yeah. He, he wears his client's shoes. And then he just is them. 
and has sex with their wives and stuff, and then takes the shoes off and goes about his day. Does he do any wacky Adam Sandler songs throughout it? Songs. (laughs) (laughs) I love being me with my shoes. It's great. That wouldn't surprise me. Adam Sandler loves doing wacky songs in his movies. I can't think of one Adam Sandler song, bro. Really? Have you seen Eight Crazy Nights, dude? No. It's the Adam Sandler animated movie for Christmas and Hanukkah. There's a bunch of songs in that. Also, it looks like there's songs in that new Lizard movie Adam Sandler's in, so that's good. Yep. He doesn't sing, though. He absolutely does. does. Watch his stand-up, dude. He (laughs) sings for, like, half of it. Almost all of his stand-up. And he sounds like Gilbert Gottfried when he sings, and it's crazy. Dude does Police Nab My Dad. Never heard that rendition? I thought that was Buck Cherry. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> was it like hard rock in your mind? Yeah. Oh, I can see it. All right, Brody, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Good Night World. The animation studio that uh, did this one is an animation studio written by someone who writes manga. Voiced by the very, very talented voice actors that they hired uh, to do this show. And uh, a lot of inspiration from other animes, such as other animes. I love history. You know, Brody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was really mm-hmm. valuable knowledge. And I think everybody's going to appreciate the fact you did the research and really like mm-hmm. presented that information for everyone, mm-hmm. I think. I think it's important. It's important. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. And I agree with everything that's happening. Here. There's zero mm-hmm. reason to skip mm-hmm. by it. No, like, <laughs> I think it's important for people to know the hardworking people who, you know, put blood, sweat, and tears into their show, such as... See, you were making fun of me now, Brody, but now it sounds like you're heartless. <laughs> These people really put their soul into it, but it freaking sucks and we don't need to know about it. <laughs> oh, Caleb has a point. I think any of our like less than casual listeners will know that I'm goofing on Caleb for like spending yeah. five minutes at the beginning of his episodes telling us the inspirations <laughs> and all that stuff. When we just want to get into the goofs and the gags. Hey, you Caleb lovers, go onto our Instagram and flood our posts with we want more more history. We want people to actually do our, <laughs> like, go on our websites and, like, yeah. post stuff. To say Caleb lovers, like, that's such a small fraction of our audience. Anyways. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we open on a cardboard box in the rain being pecked by birds. <laughs> <sighs> Then whoosh, we are thrown into an expansive world where there's guys attempting to kill and loot a big-ass red dragon. They've been following it for Wait, why does he days. have a big butt, Brody? You really, you really emphasize that. Did I say that? You said big red ass dragon. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. I was, I was using it <laughs> as like an adjective. I started picturing a badonkadonk on this dragon and I got excited. Yeah. A dragon with a baboon's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The red dragon, there's people chasing it. They've been chasing it for the last few days. Above them, there's an armada of floating pirate ships uh, that are run by the actual players in this game. Game? It's a vidya game? How do they float? There's like these big blimps above them. Oh, like the sails are blimps? Yeah, the sails are blimps, but then the actual bodies are wooden and stuff, and they got like fan-ass sails on the side. It's pretty cool. I can dig it, brother. (laughs) (laughs) The two adventurers realize they're getting too close to a dangerous place in the game. It's the hill that the Akabane family lives on. The Akabane family is like the four strongest 
like players in the entire world and are they a literal family yeah a family in real life and they play these characters or are they a family in the video game a family in the video game they don't know anything about each other's lives because that's a part of the rules of their family is we're just family in this game fuck your real life we're video gamers like in ready player one did you did you read Ready Player Two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, was it good? I never read Ready Player Two. Yeah, man. Well, I don't want to spoil it, I guess. But there's stakes, even though they're all super fucking rich now. So that's <laughs> oh cool. shit! <laughs> yeah. Tune in next week for that. That's gonna be good. <laughs> we review a book. <laughs> <laughs> did our anime podcast just become a book review podcast? I'm down. I read a lot of, or listen to a lot of books. I guess it's not the same thing. And then every 10 episodes, I'll do a textbook. <laughs> oh, God. It'll be a history textbook just to rub it in Brody's face. This one was written by. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give the history of the history textbook, and wow. that'll be the majority of my episode. I feel like we're going to have so many listeners drop off on that one all right <laughs> <laughs> so they don't want to go to the orahime family yeah akabani family on the top of the hill a door opens and a small little dude walks out looking all badass he jumps into the air and cuts the massive dragon's head off oh and then he starts looting it on his little like data thing and the two adventures confront him and it'll just like uh we've been going after this thing for three days now that loot is ours and he's like uh anyone who does the most damage to the fucking beast gets the loot fuck off and they're not really feeling that so he's like okay well you can come on in and we'll uh settle this thing uh upstairs so he walks him into the big scary house and the door creaks open and inside there's this nice purple haired girl cooking some food and there's this guy wearing a onesie jumps downstairs and he's he's got like freaking um and like aviator type helmet thing on you know the ones that got like little flappy bits oh yeah oh yeah you're ready to pilot a, a plane in the ancient days yeah exactly not what these people were expecting especially when this little dude was like very angsty and emo looking you know right the other two people in this household were really bubbly and really fun. The one with the aviators is called AAAAA because when he uh, started the game, he just <laughs> made a name at random. Classic. And then the girl cooking, her name is May, and she's uh, just like the cutesy healer of the, the family. And then the door freaking opens up and a man uh, walks in, a very tall man with- Daddy's home. <laughs> There's Sorry. a big, tall, mustach- mustachioed man named Shiro and he tells Ichi to give the adventurers their loot. Apparently in this game right now, because of this pirate guild that just started, the loot on the planet's all fucked up because all the higher ranking people are getting all the good stuff and the people who are working hard day and day aren't getting their rightful loot. So he's like, just give it to them. Sounds like the real world, Brody. Why would you want to go into this fake world just to be killed by capitalism again? Hoarding (laughs) hoarding wealth. The four sit down to eat and are laughing and enjoying each other and having good time. Did the adventurers leave? Yeah, yeah, they fucked off as soon as they got their loot. That's (laughs) when our main dude takes off his VR goggles, realizing he hasn't eaten in a long time. He goes out to look for food and bumps into his shitty younger brother, who's a shitty 
uh, straight A student <laughs> who looks down on him with his shitty eyes and and bumps <laughs> into his dad. So you know how certain people in shows have like really common words that they use. For him, it's shitty because his real world is just shitty, and everyone in it is shitty. His dad's shitty, and this house is shitty, and life is shitty. His brother is too. Yeah. Why are you so shitty? Step bro. We're just supposed to <laughs> understand that this guy doesn't like his family at all in the real world. In the video right. game world, he's happy and, you know, things are good. Wait, is he the dad in the video game world no. or is he the little kid who he's did the, the dragon head he's, cut? He's the little kid who did the dragon head cut. Well, that's cool. Now, how old is this kid, Brody? I need to know. In real life, he is probably... Late teen years, maybe early 20s. That's rare for an anime, huh? Yeah, yeah. super They're rare. usually in high school. Mm-hmm. This guy's his parents want him to go to college, but he's busy playing VR upstairs. I'm going to VR college, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> My family there actually loves me, Mom. <laughs> his mom isn't in the picture, actually. So it's, oh, it's the dad, the two brothers living together in the same house. You see a, a picture once in a while of the three of them plus a mom and a daughter, it seems. But the daughter is nowhere in sight in this show. So, Oh, my God. It's going to Luke and Leia. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> no. Once logging back into the game, Ichi's chatting with the other online household mates. And we find out that the four of them have a rule to not talk about each other's actual lives. All of a sudden, someone knocks on the door. It's his younger brother. His dad is in the hospital. Oh, knocked in on the real door. I'm getting on the confused. real door, bro. We I know, need dude, these things. Dude, we need these things. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Because I think he might have a brother in VR world. And yeah, maybe I thought he VR logged dead. in, and I'm like, why didn't he just go to his bedroom? But that's what he did. <laughs> Sorry, guy. There's a lot of back and forth, so I'm gonna try my my darndest. So his his brother comes to his door in real life, knocks on, it and says, "Yo." Dad's in the hospital. He's not doing too hot. Did he trip? He's got a bad back. He's an old man who's been computer oh. stuff his entire life, and he's just not. He's he's old and breaking. Oh. Old man. He stuff. didn't. Bu- he didn't get a new chair in time. He didn't get a new chair in time. He should have bought that cow and started skinning. He tried to go zebras and didn't have enough. <laughs> Thought he could get away with a dalmatian, but it only had enough for the seat. He had no back support, and now he's in the hospital. Look what happens. <laughs> Pure zebra skin chairs. Yo, this shit looks like Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have Captain Pico, the leader of the pirates, and an old fling of the main man, Ichi. That's the little boy in video games. His name is Ichi. Oh, but his name in real world is Ichigo? It's it's both Ichi, and I don't... Yeah, it's whatever. My VR name is Captain Balzac. <laughs> <laughs> No numbers? You you got that one off the bat? Yeah. What are you guys' VR names? <laughs> Mine's Kale Lubba Dub Dub. <laughs> Get sudsy in my tub with Dub Dub. That's not, that would be too much of a name. <laughs> oh, There's a caption underneath my name that shows up, says Get sudsy in my tub. Nice, what about nice. you, Brody? <laughs> I would be um, Swayze69. Nice. nice. <laughs> Don't we all want to be Swayze in a 69? You know? <laughs> Been working so hard. 69ing my car. <laughs> His tailpipes burn and yearn. Oh, I meant 69ing in my car, not with oh. your car. <laughs> well, you said with. Words are important. I said 69 in my car. 69 in my car. Yeah, yeah, I can well. see where the art wires got crossed a little That's bit. Why there, music's but. so beautiful, right? It's open to interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's a boss in this game. It's like an end game boss that no one's been able to. Are we find. skipping over the dad? Or did the VR kid just be like, well, that sucks. Yeah, they, they, At least rent's paid. They go to their dad. It's like, oh, dad, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. He's like, their relationship's really stale. It's not like they're like, oh, daddy, are you okay? He's like, sons, I'm so glad you've come. My back hurts. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that. I'm glad you're here to support me through my bad back, sons. Yeah. <laughs> So the main important stuff in the story, which I'm getting to, hey. is the Blackbird, uh, which is an endgame boss in the game that's worth 300 million yen real dollars if you kill oh, it. Oh, shoot, it's one of those video games. Real life trading? Yeah, it's one of those ads that you see where it's like, hey, you can play Monopoly and get real money. And then in the bottom corner, it says this ad <laughs> doesn't actually show how the game is played in reality. No financial gains are gained by playing this fucking game and then i ask okay that's great that you guys have that little saying there but at the same time that's <laughs> false fucking advertisement game brody's been burnt by this dude i played <laughs> so much monopoly dude my, like you thought you owned a house and a hotel at some point <laughs> and then you found out it wasn't real <laughs> when i was 17 i did a scratch ticket and thought i won four thousand uh. dollars and i was so excited i didn't double check it took it to the store and the guy's like yeah this isn't a winner and like, <laughs> I was devastated. <laughs> don't gamble, kids. Don't play the lottery. Don't do any of that. Just start a podcast. <laughs> That's gambling in itself. <laughs> any hoozles. Blackbird, worth a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. That's why the pirates are there at the hill, because they want that fucking bird. And they hear that it's by this house. So they're going to get the bird and get the money so they can expand their operations, even though this guild is stupidly big in the first place. They need real life money to expand their operation in the game uh have you played an online game my man i tend to avoid it <laughs> i want a new like freaking suit of armor or like boat and i could just like freaking like grind to get grind that for or years or i could spend in-game money and then boom i have an armada and like all my people are decked out and it's nothing to me pay to win yeah pay to win so he's not trying to get this rooster or whatever, this blackbird, to... Where would you get rooster? Because he wants it to be a black cock. That's what it is. That's why he said black mm, rooster. You right. sick fuck. Sick fuck. You sick fuck. I didn't uh, intentionally, but... I think you didn't intentionally, but subconsciously, very much so. Freudian nip slip, dude. <laughs> Freudian nip slip? Is that something that people say? <laughs> That's when you accidentally show your stuff, but like you really wanted to, you know? Is it? Totally, dude. Right. Anyways, Captain Pico, <laughs> the leader of these pirates, used to be best buds with Ichi, and now she's showing up to the, the, the hill where he lives in the video game. They've never met outside of online. That's not something he fucking does. The game is the game, and the real life sucks. So the family's going to have to defend themselves if they want to keep their house because they're just bombarding their house trying to find this fucking blackbird. So, But you said he's friends with this captain, but she's bombarding them? So they they used to be like together going on adventures. Uh, they're both super emo and stuff, and she remembers him right. when he was in his most emo and had like a tattered <laughs> freaking cape that was like going off into the sunset, and he's like, the world is useless, and my heart is hollow, and I need all to be happy, but even that won't even make me happy. And she's just like, oh, yeah. 
you're so <laughs> fucking sad, bro. Let's go to an Escape the Fate concert. Oh. You heard of Fall Out Boy? <laughs> <laughs> she was wanting to hang out too much, and that was too much for him, so he bounced. And then she was like, ah. Well, now Wait, I need to figure gay? out a way to get you back. And then she builds the the pirate guild in order to like entice him to come adventuring with her again. Oh, so this is a lover's quarrel. This is a bit of a lover's quarrel. So main boy and this chick met each other at a young age. She really liked him. Yeah. He was super emo. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't like how you're always you, grabbing at my crotch. He's just like your clingy piece. And she just hasn't gotten over it. And she's in love. She's in love with the boy. And she ends up making an entire pirate empire, fucking with the economy of this entire world over this boy. <laughs> yes. Zach. Gotcha. You summed it up perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So they decide to go and talk things through with Captain Pico, uh, the family, uh, the three dudes, uh, Shiro, A, and Ichi. It sounds like you glitch every time you say that, Brody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely sure how many A's it is, so I kind of do just glitch because I'm... Until it feels right. Exactly. Right. When they get there, they're like, okay, so we're going to go to war unless we can figure something out. And she's like, well, I'll tell you something. If you guys give me Ichi, we'll back the fuck off. And then Shiro, Big Daddy's like, well, I'll tell you something. Fuck no. Macro on. And his fist goes all glowy and then just blows up the fucking building they're standing in. And, like, grabs Ichi and a And then just flies <laughs> up and is like, tell you what, this boy is ours. You're not having him. If you want him, you can suck a dick. Send 3,000 people at us. We'll kill you all. Bye. <laughs> So now they are waging a full-on war on the manor. Mm-hmm. And For the Blackbird and Ichi, let's be honest yeah, here. It's a bit yeah, she She told all her underlings, the Blackbird's in that house, but secretly she's like, I'm going to get nudes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get this boy back. <laughs> Nani? Yeah. A and Ichi start putting up these shields around their complex to make it so these pirate ships can't even blow up anything they're freaking developed by this uh in-game company um this one dude uh with a zero and one on his face is like the leader of this in-game company called granada and he's got a henchman with like a black mask who's super silly and wild and left no good sounds great how is the zero and one on his face like in what format it's on his cheek just below the eye like a prison tattoo yeah like a prison tattoo but it's zero one right dude loves the game just wants everyone to have a good time and so does his buddy they're just a bunch of rascals they're they're good times okay okay so the blackbird shows (laughs) up and shiro and the other three are just like oh shit what do we do and they just start fighting this thing it took the form of the red dragon that they killed earlier Earlier on in the show and so it's massive and like black feathers are falling from the sky and it's headless and it's just like and uh so they're like super spooked and all of them start fighting showing off a bunch of their macro abilities and healing abilities and a is kind of useless just staying sorry a is kind of useless just standing around uh but then may's about to get stepped on and he pushes her out of the way and gets stomped on and um it sucks because in this game when you die you have like like a short perma ban or whatever and you get lo- oh. you get sent back some levels so it's not great to die in game but it's not the end of the world but with this one for some reason he was logged out <sighs> 
he's just gonzoed. He, he's just straight to the menu. Yeah, straight to the <laughs> menu. And that's freaking weird. Upstairs, in real world, he hears right. the thump, the thump. That's uh, it. His brother was AAA the whole time. And he just got cancer from the VR goggles. <laughs> Oh, shoot. You seen this show before, Zach? Well, I'm just making assumptions. <laughs> you know, I, I can read your face pretty well. <laughs> I've rewritten the way this is shown on TV to make it more suspenseful because any of like the <gasps> moments are pretty like laid out to you flatly. Okay. Um, right. You're trying to make it a mystery, which Zach is able to see through quite easily because it was pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> Zach's just a genius. I didn't see it, Bernie. <laughs> Give That's me the true. credit. That's true. Zach is next level brainy boy. He's my good little brainy boy. Why is Zach so good at making baby babbling noises? It really weirds me out. <laughs> Back in the game, A bodies the login doll, oh. and Shiro tells them to log out right now. Get the fuck out of the game. Just get out. And so uh, Ichi and May are like, okay. And they log out. Like, whatever, dude. It protects you from battle and combat if you just leave. Yeah. To rage quit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so they take. he takes off his goggles and he hears some scuffing upstairs and he hears his name being called. And he goes and his brother's on the ground with a headset in his hand. And it's the same game that he's playing. And on his screen, it shows the login information. And there's a boy there wearing a white onesie with a freaking aviator cap on and a name saying A, 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 A. Oh my God! I thought Zach was wrong. He's right. Holy crap. (laughs) Small worlds? Okay. Uh, really cool to his brother without his knowledge. Oh. Yeah, but like in game, he's buddies with AAA, but in real life, his brother's shitty. What? I better call an ambulance. So he does. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and the ambulance comes and they sent him off to the same hospital that his dad's at. Or was that? <gasps> Where's daddy? Daddy's nowhere to be found. What's going on in this world? It's a weird place. His dad is May. Dad is May. <laughs> yeah, his dad's the pirate lover, man. Mm. Calling it now. No, that's his mom. Ooh, I li- I like these theories. <gasps> I like these theories. Zach, no. if it's his oh. sister and they had a romance in the past, oh. you know it's Luke and Leia, and you called it out immediately at the beginning of the show. Hello. In the in the words of Lady Gaga, that would be a bad romance. Whoa! <laughs> I really wish they put that song in Star Wars when. Luke and Leia kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I want the, them to edit that back in there. <laughs> there aren't they like with the Ewoks at that point on their blue yeah, planet? The Ewoks start <laughs> just singing, start singing it. it? <laughs> stupid! You're stupid. I love you. Why are they singing that song, Leia? I don't know, Luke. Now tongue me. <laughs> so now that he's seen that his brother is AAA, he's like, oh shit, maybe I can have a relationship with my family still. Maybe I can like have this way to get back to my brother, you know, because they've been estranged for like six fucking years. But then once he's like, hey man, I noticed you were playing a game. And he's like, yeah, it's something I do once in a while. I hate it. I hate gamers. Gamers are nerds and nerds suck. And Ichi's like, oh shit, fuck you then. I was going to tell you who I was, but now never. And then uh, um, he just runs off and is like, (laughs) 
my brother thinks I'm but, lame. But, <laughs> yeah. But the brother is obviously having a good time in the game. And, so he's a lion sack of shit. obviously on it all the time because so, they're like best friends in it constantly. Yeah, and he was the older brother. He shouldn't be as much of a cuck. <laughs> Don't want to tell you. His words must be truth. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I can't think about what's going on in my life. He's obviously just telling me the truth. Grow up, Peachy. Yeah, grow up. Uh, once he gets home, he tries to log back in and realize he's been hacked. <gasps> Nani? <laughs> so he quickly like goes through his system and like freaking counter hacks everything and like you know puts in the code in his computer hello world and then it shows a flashback to him and his dad coding when he was young and his dad's Aww. teaching him all the ins and outs of code and it's like yo you put the a here and the dash here and you know all this <laughs> stuff is good and then a code pops up and it says hello world and he's like what is this and his dad's like well this is a code that i put into a lot of my software because you know it's like my little tag of like hello world it's a beautiful new beginning and then his little sister walks in with a cup of tea for them and sets it on the 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 table all shakily and one of them falls over and his dad's like what are you doing and knocks her down onto the ground (gasps) because his dad is abuse real fucking shitty bro because he was having a good coding time with his son, and then the daughter spilt it on the computer or something? Didn't even get the computer. Oh. He's like, Dad, the computer's fine. It's okay. And he's like, get out of here. I don't want to see you in here. Yeah. But make sure to bring me some more tea later, because I'm still kind of thirsty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, so then we see him coding like a boss and getting through the game and saying, hello, world, to get into the game. Which is weird, right? That's weird that that code would let him in the game? So the dad made the game. Fucking weird, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So Pico gives command to her right hand to take over the ship and all the the pirates that she has. Because she wants to go on her own through the freaking bubble and talk to Ichi one-on-one. Get things worked out because this has gone long enough. And her right hand man's like, yeah, totally. You can give me all the power. That's cool. I'll give it. I'll give it back to you when you come back. I promise. I won't abuse it, Eloil. <laughs> so she's like, "Thanks for understanding me," and she goes down to talk to Ichi. And she gets down there, and Ichi's like, "You can't fight me." And she's like, "Uh, yeah, bitch, I can." And he's like, "Whoa, you've gotten so much stronger." And she's like, "Yeah, I've been grinding hard." So is this just a door in the bubble, or he lets her in the bubble? She shows off some of her strength by floating up to him and cutting a small hole in it and sliding in, but not big enough to get a whole ship in. Anyways, they're chatting. He's like, whoa, you've gotten so much stronger. And she's like, yeah, I've been grinding hard. I got all this for you. And he's like, that's nice. I didn't ask you to do that. (laughs) (laughs) He summons a bunch of blades in the air. And she's like, whoa, you got all 69 of the swords? Well, you've been trying to get those forever. And he's like, yeah, I've grown stronger too. And they have a badass battle. And she's like, if I win, you have to come with me. And you have to be a pirate with us. And... She's like, sure, you're not going to win, though. And then he kicks her ass. Oh. And then she's on the ground like, oh, man, you totally beat me. And he's like, you'd never ask me what I wanted if I won. We're going to team up. He can't set his terms after he beats her. That's ridiculous. You got to set the terms ahead of time. This guy sucks. Well, 
mm-hmm. that's all she wants is to team up with him when it comes down to it. She thought that getting the pirates together was going to be the thing to do it. But he's just like, no, dude, like, let's just do our own thing. We'll we'll team up and we'll take care of this Blackbird. No, no problem. So the two of them join a co-op uh, group and are super excited when she gets a notification and says, the pirates have kicked you out of the guild. <gasps> oh, no. What? She wasn't supposed to be getting kicked out. She would just switched her power over and then flashed to her main flagship. And the guy that she gave the power to is just like, what a fucking idiot. She's such a weird gamer and she likes gaming so much and is lame because games. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you're playing a video game right now. What do you mean? I guess if you're making fun of a gamer while fully deep into a video game. Yeah. If it's a money-making venture. Well, yeah, that's that's his mindset behind it. He wants to get that 300 mil. And so he uh, and a bunch of other people online heard about the pirates becoming a thing and decided to join their forces without people knowing. And there's a big coup d'etat. And now he's in charge and he knows of a suit of armor that's powered by the quantity of guild members. So this being the biggest guild has crazy power coming out of this armor and he wants it. And he's going to fucking use it to kill the Blackbird himself and keep all the money, keep all the monies. I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah. So she gets back to her ship and uh, yeah. he dons the suit and is like just messing the Oh, he up. got it. Yeah, because he, he's got like a crazy amount of people up there that are like. What does this suit look like? Like an Iron Man suit or like a tuxedo? <sighs> how do like I just. Jackie Chan. How tuxedo. do I describe this suit? A g- crab man meets. Oh. <laughs> That's not where I expected it Octopus to start. Octopus head? It's a mecha Mr. Krabs with a kraken for a head. Yeah, it's it's a weird looking suit. <laughs> Hard to describe suit. And I, would, yeah. I would say my description was fine. Crab man with a squid head. Yeah, good. it's super strong. It. And it's just, it's, it's putting them to test. And she's like, okay, I need to destroy our guild flag. That's the only way to power down this suit. I'm going to go off. And get it in my captain's quarters, and then we'll be good. You can just destroy the flag, and then the guild dissolves. <laughs> Weird rules. Yeah, it seems okay. like a messed up. Hey, man, I know ne- I didn't code this game. We don't know who coded this game. Wink, wink. Yeah, we definitely nudge, don't. nudge. <laughs> There's no way we could know. We don't know. <laughs> Hello, Dad. Speaking yes. of weird things happening, when she gets into her captain's quarter, boom, boom, boom. There's a man waiting for her there. Not <sighs> only is it a man, it's a man we've seen before. A man with a big ass white mustache. His name is Shiro Akabane. His name is Dad. Oh, sorry, Shiro Akabane. <laughs> Shiro Akabane. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. Hey, so turns out the Blackbird is actually a bunch of AI that have like run wild in the system for a long time. The only way to make it weaker is to go out and destroy each one of the AIs that's giving its power. And guess what? You're one of them. And she's like, fuck, no, I'm not. I am a human being. I like Ichi and I have a life where my mom is super possessive. And, and then he like just starts telling her exactly what her life is exactly like what the struggles with her life is what her secrets are 
So she's like, no, this can't be. Like, I, I am a person. I'm not AI. And then he just starts, like, dissolving her and setting her on fire and fucking her up. And she's, like, being destroyed. He doesn't give she a fuck. She actually up. is AI? That's she, crazy. She's actually just AI. Just with false implanted memories? None of that's Damn. real. Oh, shoot. Damn. As she's dissolving away, she's, like, trying to talk. And Shiro gets really weird and, like, almost excited. And he's like, yes, say whatever you want to say. What What is it that you want to say? And she's like, Gee, I love you. And then fucking disappears. And he's like, <gasps> weird stuff. <laughs> Pretty weird stuff. <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> After that big gasp. Have you ever thought that your memories are just fake? Every day, man. Fuck, man. Yeah. Did I actually bone down in the Tim Hortons <laughs> parking lot? Or was that just put in my braid by the grid creator? So I don't know what I was. I was quickly typing certain portions of these. As this, this is the line for the next bit. On the yeah. outside, I'd the shit it high and suit guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to say on the outside, Ichi and the suit guy have finished their fight. And dude with zero one on his face, uh, and mask man standing around him, watching all this go on. Uh, the suit guy says he wants them. The suit guy being the guy who's in the guild suit. I just want to. Yeah, the sure octopus head and the yes. crab dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, says he wants to summon the black bird. And it turns out that both the zero one guy and uh, mask boy can summon the black bird. Look at he split. Except this time when they summon the black bird, it comes out like a fucking weird ghost looking thing with a white mask. That's got like empty eye sockets with black ooze coming out of it and gaping mouths. And when it talks, it talks like, and just like, will like make things in the world fucking disappear. As soon as it comes in, there's a bunch of like these other weird monsters that show up too. And they're like, what is it? It's like, it's like the uh, body's cells fighting off entities that don't belong. It's like they're, I don't know whatever white blood cells red blood cells whatever those blood cells are it's white blood cells yeah Yeah, you got it and it just does that thing and they just disappear and it's like super spooky and it comes at the guy in the suit and knocks him off the table and the guy in real life grabs his headset and throws it off is like what the fuck was that i felt like i could feel it actually touch me behind him in real life there's a daunting black figure behind him get out of my house <laughs> he's he's about to put on his headset again when he notices it and freaks out and is staring at it and then it disappears and it's like okay okay i'm gonna go to the nearest cafe and he walks outside and starts walking down the road and he gets a text message and the text message says like durability test and he's like what the fuck is this and then he gets hit by a bus then boom, he wakes up again and he's like, what the hell is going on? Looks around, sees the thing again, gets another text and it says, test two. And his house starts going on fire and he starts trying to put it out, but he gets burnt alive. And then boom, test three. Next door neighbor comes over with a fucking knife and is like, I'm telling you to turn down your fucking music at night. You never do it. I'm sick of this. And just starts stabbing him to death, stabbing him in the face and fucking him up. And then you see him in the real world on the ground, his head set on the side to him. And he's just brain dead. It infected him with a real virus that put him through a 
scary-ass hell scenario. Brody, that sounded an awful lot like all my dreams I've been having lately. Maybe I'm infected with a VR virus. <laughs> Wake mm. up. Wake oh, up. Wake, Wake up. up. Wake, Wake up. up. Wake, Wake up. up. Ah! Wake up. What the frick? <laughs> I can't help myself. Oh, no, I woke up, but I got a boner now. <laughs> Thanks, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> you sick fuck. <laughs> cool. So the AI can make you brain dead if it touches you. The or corrupt the, AI code. The, the black bird. Yeah, but no, it's connected no. to other AI. But wait a second. Who else got this? Who else got touched by the black bird? Oh, the brother. So the brother's brain dead. Oh. So the brother's not waking up. And he also had bad dreams. Did he? Well, well we didn't assuming. see them, but we probably did. Leon, uh, which is the guy with the zero one. I'm just going to continue calling him zero one because at this point I started calling him his name and I don't know why I never did in the first place. So, uh, and his mass <laughs> friend are sitting on the boat after the whole shenanigans happened. And Leon is saying he wants to make the real world and the game world more one. These are the modders, right? They can make bubble shields and they own a sick tech company in the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, Ichi is at home crying alone. His Both his dad and his brother are gone. And he's super sad when a black figure approaches from behind him, getting closer <gasps> and closer, and wraps her arms around him and asks him if he's okay. It's his mom. She's home. Mom came mom. Where have you been, mom? Yeah. He's, <laughs> she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And um, <laughs> she tells him that there's food in the kitchen and that she's just going to go off and see how her, uh, his brother's doing. And he's like, uh, I'll go with you, mom. And so the two of them go uh, to the hospital and they, they're opening up the door to see him. And he's sitting on his bed, mouth agape, eye holes just vacant with black ooze coming out of his eyes. And his mom sees this is like, oh my God, and dips. <gasps> she leaves? Yeah. It's happening. My husband said this would happen. It's why I left in the first place. <laughs> All right. Mini recap time. No, the recap is after the break. Right, Zach wants to do a mini recap. Let him do a mini recap. I just need to know what's happening here. All right. Our main boy hates the world. But he's got an in-game family that he loves. Just kidding. The one guy in the family is really his brother, but he doesn't know about it. Also, he used to have a pseudo-girlfriend, but didn't like how she touched him. So they broke up. And now she owns the Pirate Guild. And then they put a bubble shield over their house. And the Black Bird worth $300 million spawns in the bubble shield. And kills his brother's brainstem <laughs> and then they talk a bit they end up on a pirate ship the second in command of the pirates gets a crab suit and then he gets brain dead too because a ghost of the ai blackbird shows up and touches his ween <laughs> Then mom comes back home. Where you been, mom? But then dips immediately because she can't handle death. You forgot Pico was an AI, and that's important because the Blackbird is charged by right. those AIs. Sorry. And girlfriend never existed in the first place. Boom. <laughs> 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 You guys ready for a game? Yeah. It's a VR game where we go into the world and we start a new family together. Caleb, you you got us VR headsets? I did. Check <gasps> you under your chair. Beep, beep, boop. 
Can you see me in VR? It's pretty Whoa, realistic. Why are you 95% dick? <laughs> What's the other 5% balls? No, it's your eyes, man. They're really <laughs> oh, large. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't like how your mouth is just like your foreskin just flabbing. <laughs> it's like Gonzo from the Muppets. Mm. No. <laughs> no, it's not like that. What's the game? Okay, this game, we're going to start off with a couple questions for you guys, all right? So first, name a helpful tool. It can be anything. Something that could get you out of a pickle. The remote from Click. Okay, well, that's... (laughs) Well, if you can do that, I want the portal gun from Portal 2. Guys, within the realm of reality. (laughs) They're both very useful. Yeah, but they'll they'll break my game. (laughs) Oh, fair enough. Uh, A semiotic... uh, A semi... (laughs) Uh, just as an assault rifle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I will go with a nail gun. Now, roll a d6. I choose five. Okay. Well, yeah. all right, Zach. I got a four. That's perfect. Now, name me a crime. Any crime. Uh, statutory rape. Jaywalking. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Jaywalking <laughs> and rape, I guess. All right. Statutory. That makes it better. Sure. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> All right, so we're playing Bad D&D, which is a game where they use the normal D&D rules, where they have a randomly generated character in this case, and then they roll a d20 for all their actions, whatever that may be, and then they can give me any rationale they want in order to give pluses or minuses to their rolls. I don't know why they'd want that, but they could. <laughs> if you're forcing me to, like, have to kiss Zach, I might be like, you know... I um, don't know how to. Exactly. Negative. Exactly. Well. Perfect. All right, so you guys find yourself on a white bus that's traveling towards what you see in front of you is a penitentiary, a big one with giant walls surrounding the entire thing. Zach, you are here for statutory rape, I guess, is what you wanted to pick for the crime. She said she was 18. Fuck. All right, so you are very childlike with a curious mind and excitement about everything like you've never seen anything like it. Which is why I believed her. You're gullible, yeah, sure. Brody, you are here going to jail for jaywalking. Yeah. (laughs) Your random character role is erotic. You don't say much explicitly sexual, but you say everything with a twinge of horniness behind your voice. Nice. So you guys get off the bus and you're headed down the the aisle, and some guy, the guard who's leading you is like, All right, you two. This is my voice for this character, okay? Welcome to your new life here at Clancy Penitentiary. <laughs> you will be placed in a cell together where you will live out the rest of your days rotten for the horrible crimes you committed on the outside world. Get comfortable with each other because these mean, violent inmates in here will not give you any leeway. So my advice, stick together. Otherwise, it'll, I'll be cleaning you up off the pavement in five days. Okay, we got five days, bro. Oh, something could... Fuck, five days of just... Sorry, I can't hear you. Oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I was just saying that that sounds like a real good time. Let's uh, get in there and see what happens. Okay. All right, you two arrive in your in the second story small cell with bunk beds. There's a toilet and a small leaking sink in there as well. <gasps> top bunk, top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> the front door is is open bars so that you can overlook the main common area of the prison. This is the first time you've officially been together alone, and you can finally introduce yourself. Hi there. Hey, sorry, just give me a second. I'm walking this drip drip. Oh, Oh, that is kind of cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, okay, hey, how's it going? I'm Steve. Hey, it's not bad. I'm Jacob. (laughs) Hey, Jacob. You 
You sound like you're an <laughs> R&B artist. Well, I'm an artist of sorts. I love finger painting and playing with Play-Doh. Mmm, fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine meeting somebody who just says, mmm, fingers. <laughs> um, how old are you, Zach or J-Cube? I am 19, but... I got a railroad spike in the brain when I was seven, so that's just how old I am. Cool, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Seven-year-olds. Not much to say about that. How old are you? Um, I'm old enough. To party? Because my birthday is <laughs> coming up, and my mom said we're getting all the colors of the balloons. That's a lot of balloons, kid. I'm not sure if you realize how much latex that is. All right, in that moment, you hear the uh, bell <laughs> ring, okay? Something dings, and then all your gates go, and then they start sliding open your front doors. Recess! And, yeah. <laughs> Can I get an, oh, yeah? And then over the intercom, it goes, oh, yeah? And then it, <laughs> no. And you hear the that same guard over the intercom say, it's feeding time. And your doors <laughs> open, and you see the crowd of people leaving their cells going towards this common area, which has a bunch of cafeteria tables on it. So you guys head down there, and you're served a mash of what looks to be mashed up meat and potatoes together. It's delicious. Mm, so Can I have a five alive, please? Get <laughs> <laughs> so, water. So messy. Oh. I just grab it with my hands and start putting it in my mouth. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Yum, your, your yum, spoon is yum. right there, man. Mm, mm, <laughs> Brody, I'm rolling for irritation for you to see if any of the other people in here are bothered by the way that you're eating your mashed slop. Yeah, go for oh, it. Shoot, I dropped the dice. <laughs> you think you get any pluses or minuses to your current roll, which I just rolled? But uh, a, a plus would be just genuine, like. Uh, I, I'm like I like to think that I'm eating this food like your dad would be eating this food in a prison, yours specifically. Oh yeah. It is a very sexual experience and it's very like I'm in my own world. <laughs> no, but there's a so the higher the role in an irritation role, the more likely you are to draw some attention, okay? And because you eat like my dad, I'm gonna give you a plus three to irritation. Oh, <laughs> nice. So you rolled a nineteen plus three, which is twenty two. So immediately the table over that both of you are sitting at uh, there's this giant hulking figure, like over seven feet tall. He's got really wide shoulders. He walks over without moving his arms, you know? He's just like back and forth. Wow, that's like two people. And he walks up and said, I don't like how you're eating those potatoes. And I look up at him and I say, oh, Big Bubba, I jaywalked to get here and I will do worse <laughs> things to you in your sleep. Over Whoa. and over again till you're begging me to stop. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to try to roll for intimidation? Is that what you're doing? Are you threatening this man? Threatening him with a good time. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. <laughs> you got a nine. Zach, anything you can do before this guy, like, he, you can see his fist tighten. Excuse me, Big Bubba. Do you know if they have Foursquare here? You bring a child in here? What is this? No, I had an accident, and I'm, like, I'm young, but I'm old, and then my babysitter wanted to do things to me, and then when we went to court, I was the one that got sent to prison. All right, as you're saying that, he punches you in the face. <laughs> yeah, I hate the detail. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to roll a d8, and however high it gets is how many teeth you lose from this one punch. Oh, no. Uh, I got an eight. 
So it popped like oh. a bunch of teeth out of your mouth, dude. Ha, joke's on you. Those were my baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Kid's gonna get so much money from that tooth fairy tonight. I'm gonna take it while he's sleeping. And then Brody gets punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and you lose one tooth, oh. so you're good, Brody. Oh. That was less uh. of a punch. You took it like a champ. Uh, nice. Joke's on you. You just paid for my five alive tomorrow. <laughs> 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 and, you know, because there's fists flying, everybody else stands up from their tables and starts wailing on each other. You know how prisons go. I am currently uh-huh. hiding under the table with my hands over my ears, and I'm singing Baba Black Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my face. Ouch. <laughs> All right, he sees that both of you are being cowards, and he's used to, like, hardened criminals here, so he just, like... Puts his fist down and turns around and punches somebody else in the face. He's like, you're not worth my time. And then we see on the screen, two weeks later, you guys wake up in your cell. And today, everybody seems to be in a cheery mood, okay? You hear over the intercom, the same guy go, Oh, it's visitation day. You guys uh, get ready to be visited by your families or whoever loves you out there. So as you guys are both walking to the visitation center, you see some people coming out of it, like, looking really upbeat. They're like, yeah, I haven't seen my wife in ages. That was fantastic, right? Everybody's so happy. And then you get in your room to see nobody. Nobody on the outside world cares about you. But on the table in front of you, is a large freaking cake, my guy. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody has left you what looks to be a birthday cake. It's not your birthday, but you think, well, this can't be a coincidence. And you take those <gasps> cakes. Both of you, each of you get a cake in separate rooms, and mm-hmm. it's pretty freaking wild. That's pretty wild. And you you bring them back to your cells. And when you start cutting through it with whatever homemade knife you have in your room... Is this a remote? Yeah, well, I didn't let you have that item. (laughs) Damn it! Uh, Is this a gun? Yeah, Brody, you're cutting into your really deep cake, and there's a freaking M41 in there or whatever. I don't know any assault rifles. That sounded right. Whoa. M14. M and the numbers. M and the numbers. You pull that out, you're like, oh, yeah, I must have a benefactor in Zach. You have a slightly smaller cake, but when you cut into it, there's a nail gun in there. What is this? (laughs) You don't even know what a nail gun is. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) 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 And then a mysterious hooded figure that looks to be in a guard uniform but has a hood over his face, which is weird, pops in front of your cell, slides two small things in the room, and then walks away. Thank Mm. you. Yeah, I love when people just slide those things. Can, yeah. yeah, just 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 go over there and grab those packages real quick. Just wait, wait, slowly, slow. Cakes and a gifts. This is the best day ever. <laughs> so he opens up the little package. Yeah, very slowly. Can you help me with the tape? Uh, <laughs> He's like picking at it for a long time, <laughs> trying to undo this tape. <laughs> so inside these little packages are what look to be earplugs. I think he gave us Raycons. <laughs> <laughs> They're 50% off right now with the Black Friday sale. <laughs> Not a sponsor. How did he know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I grab one of them and put it in my ear and get this little freak to do the same. <laughs> Hey, it looks like you guys have a mysterious benefactor. That's a that's rare around these parts. Are are you our mysterious benefactor? Yeah, I am. 
I'm a mysterious benefactor. <laughs> and he starts the sentence with, seems like you have a mysterious benefactor. Right? No. No, actually, I'm, I'm doing this for the cash. You guys must have powerful friends on the outside somewhere because I'll be set for a whole year's salary doing this, but I'm, I'm here to help you escape. Okay. So first off, you're going to need to get a guard outfit each. How you procure those or steal them is up to you, but I recommend working laundry duty or purchasing them from our local sketchy prison dealer. We do laundry duty. My mom doesn't let me near the washing machine. Don't worry, <laughs> I got it, kid. I love how wet I get. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just in the washing machine, like, swirling around. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a top load or a side load? Because that matters. It's a top, it's a top load. load. Okay, of course yeah. it is. His hands are up and he's spinning in circles. <laughs> And the guards are looking on, just they're shaking their heads. They're like, and as soon as they turn, his delight goes into like full on like focus mode, and he reaches for outfits. <laughs> Got any bonuses to this precise action you have to do? Well, I'm missing eight teeth, so I'm very aloof. <laughs> <laughs> what does that matter? My big like smile like only makes it more embarrassing. All right, I'll give you a plus two to your rule. Nice. And you got a 15 plus 2 is 17. So you're able to grab the shirt and pants of one set of a guard outfit and then the shirt of another. But I'm sure you can find some normal pants that would blend in in the future. So you guys got it. So what do we do next, Ben Factor? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. That's me. All right. Second, you're going to have to cause a distraction during common area time for you to be able to slip away and change in the chaos. G-Cube. G-Cube. Uh, what if you use your nail gun to nail people's soles of their shoes, not their feet, but just their shoes to the ground? So when they try to get up, they're like, whoa. And then when a, if a bunch of people do that all at once, that's a distraction. You're right, because it's ballet day and everyone <laughs> has to put their shoes at the front of the room. <laughs> so you're going to nail them in and when they go to slip their shoes on, they're going to just all trip in a pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes, ballet day in prison. Steve, what are you going to be doing? Well, he's nailing the shoes, and you should go to ballet class to make sure nobody leaves prematurely. Can you be at the front of the class, like like using your jaywalking legs to really fucking pirouette and shit? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I go up there, and I find a tutu, and I'm just like, yes, this is me. This is, this is the time. Uh, and I just freaking do the moves, and I'm smooth like Jagger. And uh, yeah. and they're just like, whoa, wow, wow, oh, he's look so, at that guy. He's so I wish majestic. I could ballet like whoa. that guy. That's crazy. Whoa, was, was that three backflips? Wow, whoa, man. He's really channeling his horny energy man. to dance, and I really appreciate that. That leotard is doing him plenty of favors. <laughs> and uh, I'm just, all my sexiness is put into this dance. Um, but because of that, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's not like all that energy is going into it. doesn't mean that I'm humping stuff. You know, I'm just balleting like I've never balleted before whilst going. Okay, Brody, since you've got a history of jaywalking and using those legs and cause you're channeling that horny energy, which is really important in ballet, I'm going to give you a plus eight in this role of distraction. Okay. If you get a 12 or above so you only need a four on this rule then you distract them for long enough for j cube to nail down on the shoes okay you got exactly a four so you distract them perfect amount of time and j cube is sitting out there he puts his nail gun (laughs) behind his back as everybody starts walking out but he got all the shoes down 
every time he would do a, uh, I would go. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> <perfectly> <laughs> timed. <laughs> well, they, because every time I did, the crowd would also gasp. We'll go, like, <gasps> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> epic. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> so all these guys, all these big burly men, walk out uh, with their leotards on, but they're get, getting their normal shoes on this time. So they slip them on, and you see like eighteen different dudes all put their shoes on at the same time and tumble over each other because their shoes don't move. So they're all clustered over each other and you guys can, and the guards come over like, what the heck is going on? Hey, you guys quit can slip wrestling. off. I say, <laughs> quit wrestling. ooh, um, that looks, that looks like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> As you're like running away with your guard uniform ready to yeah. slip it on. Yeah. All right. After you get your uniforms on, you're going to have to slip past the, the the double guard check station leaving the prison block. These two guys are fairly new to the game, so maybe you can convince them that you're new here as well. Just slip by. All right, so you guys are in guard uniforms. You're passing by these two guys. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? Are you leaving? I hear I heard there was a commotion back there. What's going on? Uh, and the other guy's like, yeah, what's going on? Uh, Yeah, there's a big pileup over there. I don't know who started it, but, you know, whoever's on the bottom is probably having the time of their... I mean, it's probably terrible, so you need to go and help them. Okay, I'll go. You stay here, bud. And Bud goes, okay, well, I'm going to need to see your IDs. There's 18 of them. 18. 18 convicts in a pileup getting more and more frustrated. We need... Like, I came here to get you you to go. No, I need to get more people. Are you coming with? Bud, you need to go. I need to get more people... Like, come on, we need Wait, to go now. Go There's not time people? to talk. You no, can, but okay. you and well. your partner need to fucking go. Like, what about your partner? Can he come with me no. at least? Okay, partners stick together, dude. This little guy here, we're we're my <laughs> like we're ride or die. <laughs> and I grab Brody's gun from his belt <laughs> and I spray the fucking guy. <laughs> but too bad. There's so much of a commotion already. That nobody hears it. JQ, I grab the gun. And I'm like, that is not and a goes, play. Why did you do this? I thought you needed help. And then he clutches his chest and he falls to the ground with bullet holes All in right. it. Rick, you. I was raped by my babysitter. <laughs> okay. The, the character you have is almost just as, uncomf- as uncomfortable as the one I have, if I'm being honest. Absolutely. Oh, man. All right, so I'm sure that step went really smoothly and didn't involve any murder at all. So next, <laughs> you're gonna ha- you're gonna be out in the yard at this point. The yard is constantly patrolled with guards and dogs, but there is a tall wall surrounding the entire yard with watch stations throughout. You can choose to climb the wall, maybe break through it, depending on what tools you have. I wrote this before I realized you guys both pick guns, and uh, or you can dig under the wall or just proceed through the main checkpoint if you think your convincing skills are good enough. This is the final frontier. (laughs) Can I have a flashback? Yeah, flashback. Go for it. Flashback to like the day I jaywalked and I'm crafting (laughs) something inside of my house and I'm like, oh, this will be the best. This will be the most powerful item ever conceived. And I, I package it up and I put it into a mailbox and sent it to the county prison. <laughs> then I look across the street. I see a cop. I make eye contact with him. I go like this, which I, listeners, I, it, yeah. I flipped him off. And he then did, yeah. I slowly walk proudly and, and so happily across the street, knowing what my future entails. Flashback to now. I go into the mail room at, in my guard's uniform. I open yeah. up a box and inside of it, 
there's a gleaming remote. <laughs> <laughs> is it the click remote? Caleb? It yeah. is the click remote. I pick oh, it up shoot. and I pause time. And then J-Cube has a flashback <laughs> to that fateful <laughs> night where his babysitter took advantage of him. He's on his belly on the bed, not knowing what's happening. And then something slips up his butt. <laughs> Fast forward to now, and he's, he nervous farts and feels something unlodge. He reaches behind, and inside is a portal gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so essentially what we're saying is fuck your story, Caleb. <laughs> you just pause time and then use portal through the wall. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And then the two of us with these combined technologies rule the world? Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds accurate to me, man. All right, what's the ad going to be? Do you want to do balloons that help float pirate ships, but you can also attach them to whatever the frick you want and we can get crazy with it? I think of like the solid snake device, Brody, where you attach it and it just and like takes it to space. Aren't all snakes solid? <laughs> Unless you juice them. Yeah. It's like, dude. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. I, I think balloons might be good. Who wants to elevate their lives? Who wants to rise to new heights? Who wants to be floatastic? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to check out these fun bags? <laughs> Do you want to fly? Do you want to soar above all others? Do you want others to fly? Do you want anything to fly? Anything. Well, we here at Float On have got the product for, for you. you. <clears throat> For, for you, you. We for have you. the product for, for you. you. For you. <laughs> great, guys. I'm so happy that we're here today to talk about this great product. 23 years in the making, trying to get that science down just perfect, and I'm just beyond excited. I still can't believe it works as well as it does. Craig, I can't believe so either. It's just a beautiful mesh of technology and the will of flight. So we here at Float On have developed the technology to attach a very powerful, very quickly self-inflating balloon to any object that you can desire. Preach, Glenn. Mm -hmm. The point of attachment is as small as a hamster, so anything larger than a hamster, you can make Float On. Why <laughs> <My> hamster? Because <laughs> it's their unit of measurement. You just went on about how scientific this was, and I thought it was funny to use a unit of measurement Fair as enough. the hamster. Yeah. <laughs> A unit of hamster. <laughs> We've made fantastic strides in the medical field, helping paraplegics to walk again with the assistance of canes. We've sent shipments of food using wind currents to starving countries. They don't always get there, but it's the thought that counts. <laughs> That's right, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw a video of a kayak about to fly over a waterfall, and at the last moment, he implemented float on and survived the crash. Yeah, sadly, the kayak that uh, hit the onlookers below, um, they lost their lives. But who swims below a waterfall? That's not on us. Well, it, <laughs> they were on the shore. It, it went off pretty fucking significantly to the left, eh? Yeah. It was going pretty quick. 
the float on <laughs> device sadly kind of stuck him and the kayak together for just a few seconds to get that little lift to it and it was just Ron, Ron, legal case is pending. We don't have to talk about this. Yeah, I know it bothers you, Ron. Sorry. You love kayaking and this is tragic. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we use float on for? We also heard about the uh, the barbecue the other day. Mm. You guys hear the story of the barbecue? Regale us. <laughs> Burgers are looking prime, bud. Speaking of prime, do you remember our last date, sweetheart? Um, now's not the time, sweetie. Oh, I want to hear this, Gary. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> what does she mean? Tell it. <laughs> he hates when I tell this story, but oh, wow. He was coming out and he's just like, oh, Bladders. that prime rib was so good. And he's like, my poop's gonna be bigger than my food. What, what was she saying, Gary? What was that? Uh, she was just saying I bang for hours at a time and our financial situation is perfectly <laughs> medium. I, I totally believe that. You got yeah. heard that, bud. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Another great use. I love hearing uh, people being uh, able to use it in... in um... Wonderful new ways. I know what you're talking about, Ron. Truly has so many uses. Mm-hmm. Let's not uh, forget about how we're using it to uh, positively influence the policing force nearby. They're using this as a substitute for uh, violent crime. Substitute? A substitute for... <laughs> <laughs> for substitute. violent police crime. A substitute for brutality. <laughs> Get on the ground! <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize jaywalking was illegal here. <laughs> Put that friggin' knife down, what are you doing? Get out of the ground! <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. I don't have shoot. I'm, I'm jaywalking. I'm I don't have shoot. a knife. <laughs> Sergeant, I think he has a knife. We gotta get him. What are you doing? I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm just, using it. I'm just happy to see I'm you. I'm using it. I'm just happy to see you. Hiya! <laughs> <laughs> what? He's getting away. No, Jerry. What are you doing, Sergeant? You can't shoot it. Uh, yeah, well, another good use of the float on. We got him. <laughs> wow. I'm thankful that we're getting that scum off the streets, eh, boys? <laughs> well, it took them a few minutes to get that scum off the streets, if you know what I'm saying. Jaywalking <laughs> anyway. is horrendous. <laughs> I agree. I agree, Ron and other guy. Did you guys hear about the, the one who took a float on to his high school class? No, tell us. <laughs> well, they were on the schoolyard. You know what, Jimmy? You can you can fuck off. You never banged my mom. I know it. Yeah, I banged your mom, Timmy. Yeah, we tag teamed her, well, man. We tag teamed it front and back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what's her favorite position then? Doggy. She's like, she's weirdly into it. Damn it. How? Uh, you know what? You guys suck so much. I'm never gonna have to make deals with you again. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What are you doing there, Timmy? What's that in your hand? You guys like to tag team so much? Well, you can tag team this. Whoa, it's inflating like the size of your mom's breast. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, Timmy. See you never, assholes. Oh, I can see my house from here. <laughs> I can see his mom's bedroom. Look. Let's get back there. <laughs> God damn it. So call today to get your float on delivered right to your house. 
two for nineteen ninety nine or four for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Call now for that special exclusive offer. <laughs> Caution: Float on will not be delivered via float on. <laughs> float your car. It's surprised me never like put a float on anything in anime. Really, it was all yeah. people really quick. It was all people very quickly. That's strange. That's strange. <laughs> All right, last time on Good Night World, we got a kid. He's itchy, I think, or that's his name. (laughs) (laughs) He hates his life. His dad and his brother live at home. His brother sucks. And his dad has back problems. His mom, who knows where she is? Sister, probably a sister. Haven't heard about her yet. They're gone. So to escape his reality, he goes into the VR world, which I'm not sure what the game is called, but there's a game, and it's pretty in-depth. It's called Planet. It's called Planet? Yeah. Anyway, he's a cool little twerpy swordsman in the game. He's got a nice sword. I'm guessing he's probably got some crazy spiked hair. He's pretty rad, man. He cuts a head off a dragon when some people are trying to loot it, and you find out he's got a family in the game. You're going to hate this? And they're way cooler. He's got a hat. He has a hat? You didn't tell us about the freaking hat. We'll get to this later, Brody. Let me You really don't have to, though. We'll get to this later. (laughs) He's got a dad with a white mustache there. He's got a sister. I think he's got a brother. Yeah, named A-A-A-A-A in there. And he's got a romance who's a pirate captain now who's got this nice big armada of pirate ships. But they don't talk anymore because he was too emo for her. Or he was too emo to be with her. So that was cool. And they start to rekindle things. She comes down, even though there's a bubble of protection of some sort. I don't remember how that came to be. (laughs) And she comes to talk to our little Ichi character to say that she loves him so dearly. And he's like, all right, we'll give it another shot after they beat the crap out of each other. It was pretty cool. We also had found out that the dad had back problems and went to the hospital. But when they went to check on him, (laughs) not at the hospital. Pretty Mm. crazy. There was also a flashback where the dad was teaching him how to hack into the game because he had intimate knowledge of how the game works. And his sister's bad at holding tea. And his sister spilled the tea and got beat down. Pretty cool. (laughs) They rekindle with the pirate queen who ended up giving her power to a squid head man. And then we found out that the pirate queen who was in love with our main boy is actually AI the whole time. And she's never had a real life. And she was dissolved by Big Mustache Dad. Right. And then there's a a dark raven. Black cock. Sorry. (laughs) Wait, I tried to say black hawk, but my brain said it. Full on. (laughs) There's a blackbird who's apparently the game's code that goes and takes out improper code, and it starts attacking people with the VR headsets, including the squid head man who took all the power, and it made him see visions in his real life, which put him into a coma. And little did we know, the same thing happened to our main character's little brother, Mm. the one that he hated. And it's crazy. And his mom shows up in the nick of time. Goes to the hospital, see the brothers with black eyes, and is like, no, thanks, mom. And the mom leaves. And that was where we ended. Nice. You like that? Nice. That's good. A lot of details. <laughs> yeah. A lot of details. <laughs> so um, the reason I stopped there is because it ends on and that on that point for an episode and you're like, well, what's going on? And then the next episode starts and he's with doctors and the doctor's like, yeah, he's okay. Nothing's wrong with him. And Ichi's like, (laughs) (laughs) and Ichi's like, wait, what? Uh, His brother's sitting there and he's like, oh man, 
I gotta tell you, the thing I said the other day wasn't true. I actually do play Planet all the time. I love video games. I'm so sorry. And, like, I feel like I'm so sad in this world because my heart is truly there. And hearing this, he's like, A, 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 A. A A A A A, and his brother's finally like it's dawning his on him. His brother's like, "Wait, are you Canadian? What is that?" <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then it dawns on his brother. Wait, this dude knows my name, and he's like Ichi. Ichi's his name in real life, though. It's whatever. Um, and <laughs> his brother's like super excited and like kind of does a one eighty from what his character was normally. He's realizing all this time he spent with what he thought was a stranger to have that brotherly bond has been his brother this whole time this show is like unwillingly catfishing everybody yeah basically right yeah yeah that's pretty cool them both realizing and now they're like yeah let's like this is awesome let's go home let's freaking let's go do a dungeon like let's train together and the brother quickly goes home turns on his pc realize he was hacked too and then (sighs) takes off his headset and looks behind him and behind him is a massive ghost-like figure with a mask with black ooze coming out of its eyes. And he gets a text message saying, durability test. But he's inside. Does he get hit by a bus? No, like there's just an explosion in his room. And then like a bunch of just fucked up things happen to him again. And they're like, oh my God. Ichi runs into his room, sees his brother on the ground, is like, what is happening? And this woman appears and she's all like, yo, do you want to save your brother? He's like, I will do anything to save my brother. And uh, they go over to a secret lab area. And uh, she's like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to sacrifice yourself. And he's like, I'll do anything. And then during one of these terrible moments, his brother full character with his fucking hat and everything stops them from killing him in one of his like fucking terrible killings and he's like oh my they god hack into his weird nightmare they dream. hack into his weird nightmare dream putting his brother in there who's gonna sacrifice himself to get his younger brother out this is like weird levels because now we got vr that's not actually in vr anymore it's just vr in their head it's confusing man yeah it is this like- is what real life will be like one day <laughs> dude you don't even you don't even know the half of it yet bro it's about to go off anyways the <laughs> weird monsters are doing the thing and then ichi's doing back and they're just fucking exploding and stuff and like they're taking off his arms and he's and they're like back and forth back and forth and his his brother gets out but ichi's character is still stuck in there but it's a twist it's only his character. They copied his, uh, like, intelligence and his AI <laughs> and, and had him, his uh, entity, go into the game and save him. So now there's a version of himself stuck in that world. So the real Ichi's on the outside world, he's just like, hey, yeah. that was good the whole time, yeah. man. That was just a clone version of me who doesn't know he's a clone version of me sacrificing yeah. himself. Yeah, he genuinely That's thinks he's so sacrificing himself. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus. Reminds us of a different character. Okay. P- Pico. Oh, so is she a copy of a real person from real life? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Did the real Pico and him have a romance? Mm-hmm. But in real life, she's romantic with a guy named DeGaio, so it's Pico DeGaio. <laughs> You're stupid. That's pretty cool. That's how everyone says relationship people. Yeah. Hey, it's Pico DeGaio. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Pico and DeGaio? 
No. All of a sudden, outside, they're noticing black things coming down. In the real world, there's black things falling from the sky? There's black things in the real world? Yeah, there's there's black feathers falling from the sky, and everyone's like, what the fuck? And, like, monsters are showing up. They're like, what is happening? And it turns out that uh, Leo, the guy with zero one on his face, yeah, and the mask the guy, uh, yeah. have made it so that anyone with internet connection have been somehow absorbed into this alternate world reality where you know actual live is a part of the game they've finally done it they've melded the two together whoa and uh yeah people be dying if any video game got melded into reality what video game would you want it to be i would want animal crossing so i could buy a house purely by fishing and catching bugs <laughs> uh, i want stardew valley so i can be handed a house and uh community mm, and everyone is always okay to talk to you yeah. i'm on the same train of thought as you guys i want mario so i can go down a big green pipe that's a yeah, <laughs> same, yeah. same train yeah different cars same train i want to <laughs> stomp on freaking turtles dude and kick their shells at you you can do that right now well <laughs> so we find out this mystery woman that uh grabbed ichi uh actually works for their dad and she's like really loves their dad Oh, the one who said you need to save your you need to go in and sacrifice yourself for your brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's guiding them through this new weird existence of what whatever the fuck's going on in their world. And they get to their house and their dad's there waiting and he's like, You guys need to like come with me. You guys aren't safe. And they're like, What's going on? I never actually had a bad back. It was all a lie. <laughs> no, he did. He's he's oh. physically <laughs> getting in ages and is just pushing himself because he is <gasps> he's Shiro, their dad dude, and he's been going around oh. killing all the rogue AIs. Who would have thunk? What a twist, man. <laughs> what a twist. You'll <laughs> never, never you'll never guess who the girl is. We find out the reason why. <laughs> Why he hates uh, his dad so much. So when they were kids, his younger brother had a twin sister. Was it B B B B B? Sorry. Okay. Uh, it's A. <laughs> anyways, it was a good one. I liked it. Wait till you hear what happens to the sister. I'm not looking forward to. It. That's why I had to throw some humor in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm scared. Her twin brother, the younger one to yeah. Ichi, was always yeah. like really good with like schoolwork and being on time with things. But his sister struggled with it, and she had a day planner that she would always use. And one day she forgets it at school and her dad's like, well, you better go grab it. And she was like six. And there was like a decent walk to the neighborhood. And he's like, well, go get it, come home. And they're waiting for her and they're waiting for her and they're waiting for her. And she doesn't come home until they find a cardboard box with a bunch of birds around it. He said it in the beginning. She got eaten by birds. No, I'm, I like never explicitly say, but I'm pretty sure she got abducted and chopped up. By birds? No, the and birds the are like smelling the decay from the box. Dude, I don't know. They don't They do not do a deep dive into the murder. They just know that the dad okay. was being a dick, being like, hey, go on your own small child. She gets abducted and killed. So there's reasons I mean, I why he's fucking pissed off at his dad. And he thinks everything in the world is shitty. So after that confrontation, uh, they split up because they're still pissed off at their dad. And the dad's like, but I can solve everything. And they're like, fuck you, dad. And uh, they bump into this small child 
and this like weird tall figure with a bird mask on his face. And we quickly find out this small child is actually the dude that had zero one on his face. Oh, he's a kid hacker? He's a kid. He was a kid the whole time. And the masked friend he had is actually the black bird. In the game? In the game. The, the broken code. Seeing as the bird is the Blackbird and is an AI entity, it's probably more of the hacker. Right. So the Blackbird was something that Shiro, aka their dad, created as a failsafe for a company. That's why he keeps telling people that it was a marketing project called the Blackbird that he created and it went rogue. Okay. Okay. But now we find out it's a person. It's taken on the body of a person in the melded realm for kicks. So okay, in 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 the original <laughs> uh, VR game, there was yeah. the company uh, leader guy who had zero one on his face and his friend with the black mask on and who was super goofy. That dude right. was always the Blackbird in actuality. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so when he had started playing the game, he came upon this, like, little orb of intelligence, and they became friends because he didn't know what his name was or what its purpose was, and they became friends together and decided to run the show. And he wants to explore what life really is, so melding these two existences together is helping him understand what humanity is. Right, because he's now he's got a closer version to real world. Yes. Can it be said that the Zero One kid is being influenced heavily by this AI? Yeah, I don't know. I guess because he's a child, it's influence. And the AI is like, jibba, jibba, jibba. we should meld the worlds. And he's like, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> basically, he's like, you're my best friend, and I like video games, so yeah. As... The group is finding this out and seeing them and they're chatting about their world domination plans. They hear macro on and their dad comes flying in shirt ripped open, rippling with freaking abs upon abs. And he does a massive punch and it makes the thing go fucking flying. Like, oh my God, dad, wait, macro on? Because now that sons are realizing, oh, dad, you're Shiro. Right. Oh my God. What is our life? are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and as this is happening, they bump into their mom. Their mom sees this, and she's like, oh, my God, no way. Guess what? The mom is May. The mom was the sister. Oh, jeez. <sighs> what? That's messed up, because then the dad was playing pretend as her father, even though. But none of them knew. Did the dad know? None of them knew. None of them knew. None of them knew. But that's still freaking weird when you realize. It's like, Did husband, you're my dad? <laughs> well, okay, so they- You're my fake dad, husband? They've been separated for a bit. Not divorced, but they're separated because being around them is too much for her. Okay, Brody. Ex-husband, you're my dad? <laughs> It's still weird. It I don't it care. Um, yeah. Once they find out this, you think, oh, sweet. The Akabane family are finally together. They're going to figure out how to hack the system and work together to destroy it. But they're like, fuck you, dad. You do your own thing. We're going to go to this like shelter where all the other people are going to try to stay safe. But he just macroed on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you fight with him? What? They just don't like that their dad was like neglecting them to be in this VR world. Yeah, and they're confused why he created the <laughs> the Blackbird in the first place, and they're just upset with him in general. It was a failsafe. He said that. Mm-hmm. A failsafe that is now infecting 75% of Earth. Like, Yeah, but it's a failsafe. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Anyways, uh, so they all go to uh, an area that's safe for people, and 
and the younger brother shows up at the dad's like, hey, dad, it's been a few weeks. Like, are you okay, man? He's like, I'm working hard on stuff. I'm figuring out how to get through to the system. They're like, okay, well, if you need help, we're just over there. And he's like, I can't look at you guys right now. I'm still too ashamed. He wants them to forgive him, but doesn't feel like he's worth the forgiveness because he's at fault and solely him. So he shuts himself away and becomes distant because seeing the family reminds him of what he fucking did. At the end of the visit, the dad says, I've been working on this device and he gives it to him. It looks like a little Palm Pilot. And he says, when Ichi hears my voice again, tell him to press this button. He's like, "Uh, okay, Ichi's not going to want to. And he's like, just do it. So he goes back and he's like, I saw dad. He's fucking crazy, but he wants you to have this. (laughs) And he's, Ichi grabs him, throws it at the wall. He's like, fuck dad, he's shitty. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so Shiro decides to go and confront the black bird and the boy one last time. And he goes there and he's just like, this is it. I'm sick of this. I've created you and now I need to put you to bed. Kind of wrestling style, right? Can I get get a a brother? Hey, brother. Yeah, I get what you're saying there, brother. (laughs) He, like, does his own... And as he's doing this, masks start appearing everywhere, like, all over concrete and walls and, like, throughout this entire world. And Ichi's sitting in their place and he sees the mask showing up. And he's like, oh, man, next time I hear or see my dad, I gotta press this button. So he does. He does? Even though he was like, my dad sucks? Yeah, well, reasons. He's... (laughs) My dad sucks, but I do what he says. He's he's a shitty, hurt boy, but also doesn't want to damn all of humanity to this existence. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so he hits it, and the black bird gets, like, fucking sucked in. He goes in after it because there's a portal that opens from him because glitches and Whoa. stuff. And he we got a fourth world. He's, <laughs> he's, he's in this portal talking to the black bird. And it's at this point we realize that the black bird's doing all this because it doesn't know who he is. And as its creator, he wants to know <laughs> who is he. And he's like, well, when I created you, there was a name I had in mind. Do you know it? And he's like, no, what is it? And then he says the name of his daughter. And then the thing's like, oh, that feels right. And then it's emotions slightly change. And then we realize that the black bird was the recreation of his daughter the whole time. Oh, that's cute. What? And then they, like, have a moment, and then they both kind of just disintegrate, and then people start waking up all over the world. Nice. They disintegrate? That's not a happy ending. No, the dad dies. And the fictitious creation of his daughter who died, dies. That's why he was so curious about, like, Pico's dying wishes, because he's like, oh, do you have a soul, don't you? Because his failed attempt at recreating his daughter has been haunting him for years. Anyways, then it flashes like six years into the future. Oh, fuck. In the real world this time or game world? In the real world. And they're just six years later, they're different people. You know, Ichi's like (laughs) actually got a job and he's living his life and his brother's doing the same. And they meet up and they're like, wow, this is the hill, huh? In the real world, they find the hill that their their house was on. They're like, I think we should build a house. And then that was it. That's cute. That's cute as heck. So did the dad originally set out to recreate his daughter? couldn't do it well 
and made the black bird. Yeah, it backfired on him. Okay. And then right. he kept saying it was a failsafe. Yeah, because even though it was just screwed up. Yeah. Lied to the stockholders, lied to everybody. Then it got out of control. Yep. And so he started wiping AI. And then he found out that that last one might have had a soul. And they set, they seppukud together. Sad wow. stuff, man. Thanks, Brody. I feel things. You're welcome, guys. Feel things. Uh, you'll feel things more if you actually watch the show. Just saying. <laughs> it won't be as confusing as hearing someone talk about it. Zach, you want to do the final recap? Well, if I can try. So, I'm pretty sure... Oh, fuck. Start from the beginning. Oh, the very beginning? <laughs> Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Well, bo- box and crows around and yeah, birds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We have a video game family. Mm-hmm. Dragon, they kill it. Mm-hmm. Guys want it, so they give them the loot. Then pirates show up, so they bubble shield their house. Then Blackbird shows up inside and kills AAAAA, but really just puts him in a coma. Then the pirates talk a little bit. We have that little side plot where the Blackbird touches the second in command and does the exact same thing that he did to AA. They're both in comatose states. They have inside brain VR where they are literally fucking murdered just for fun. But it doesn't take on the brother because main character goes into his mind VR and saves him. And then when he ejects, there's still a clone in that guy's brain. You say when he ejects? Ejects, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> then uh, one and zero guy and his best friend Masky Boy are like, we figured out how to combine the internet. And then everybody just kind of blinks and they like think nothing's wrong. But really, it's now post-apocalyptic times with dinosaurs and stuff. <laughs> with dinosaurs and stuff. But the four regular people know that it's like a midway world. So they're trying to figure out how to fix things. And the dad has really a lot of problems. And the kids hate the dad, but the dad doesn't hate the kids. And then the dad likes the kids, but the kids still hate the dad. Then the dad gives them a Palm Pilot and says, when you see my voice, fucking click the Palm Pilot. And then the dad goes to fight the Blackbird, who is now Birdman, and succeeds because somewhere else, Ishigo clicked the Palm Pilot. Then everybody in the world wakes up. Uh, we don't know if they actually died or not when they were getting killed by dinosaurs. <laughs> we find out that uh, the dad stayed in the middle realm to talk to Blackbird. Blackbird turns into his daughter, who got murdered and chopped up. And they hug each other, dissolve into nothingness. And then nobody plays VR anymore. Dude, that was pretty good. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> Other than yeah. the weird dinosaurs and the Pokemon. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I like that flare. That flare's I loud. Well, you told me it was a problem dimension, but I'd never heard any stakes other than they don't know if they'll die, they'll wake up. But if they don't so, even know, okay. then ha- so it would just be regular that, life, wouldn't so it? Other people that <laughs> weren't important to the story were attacked by monsters and couldn't handle it. These people were, I'm sorry that I didn't add that. I was just trying to get through okay. a lengthy portion of the show. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dinosaur thing was not fun. No, it wasn't. Yeah, there, they, was, there was they, monsters they, eating they, people. I just like that you said dinosaurs. Okay, cool. <laughs> Right. I, love I think it. I think I got it. Yeah, yes. no, you crushed that. I wish I did it that quickly. <laughs> it would have been a much shorter episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brody, thank you for bringing this uh, the, uh, this to us. Yeah. Oh, I just had a stroke. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. But was it originally a manga? 
I'm going to have to look this up. It was. It, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brody yeah, said that it. in his history section. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember? Oh, right. It was written by so-and-so. Very important. Yes. Yeah, no. And so-and-so is the most stereotypical Asian name you can come up with. There's only one season, right? I, yeah, uh, I, does it even set up for a second no, season? No, I think it, it kind of encloses the story altogether, which is That's nice. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Did you like Did you like it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I like the concepts in it more than I like them in Sword Art. Oh, okay. really? Just because it kind of delves into like friend dynamics within a VR game. I like the Sword Art very much does, but like it splices that and the real world really well. I would say. Okay. Okay. But all the friends were his family after all, man. Sometimes. Hey, 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 Caleb, my <laughs> cousin. Sometimes that's the case. That's fair enough. Based on just the visuals of the video game. Would you play the video game if it were real? Honestly, as much as like the themes and like the horror aspects of the show were really good, they didn't really deep dive into the mechanics and like the actual gameplay of the world. <laughs> it was more just like people like you know when we are in GTA and we don't play GTA, we just hang we out. Role play in, in GTA? Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot more role playing. It was like right. VR chat, but also RPG. But let's not do right. like these. They have build a house crazy RPG skills, but yeah, it was a mixture of like slice mm. slice of life with horror and VR. Okay, okay, I like it. And yeah, it was his hat time. was black with red accents. It was. Oh, I forgot to ask. Yeah, the brim was like probably three feet across. I mean, it's a big hat. Oh wow! Almost that's sombrero like sombrero. Almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it, man. All right. Well, thank you guys all for listening. And remember, this sounds like I'm about to. Yeah, it sounds like I'm about to end the episode. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on our social media on Instagram. Our Instagram mm-hmm. is at Anime Not Be For Everyone. We post things there and so show you what's going to come up next week and when newer episodes drop and everything like that. What is going to come up next week? That's a good question, Zach. Oh shit. Uh... You could always do a second season of one of the shows. I thought you've oh, been yeah. wanting to do Doctor Stone. I'll do Doctor Stone. Also, Caleb's been hot for Cyberpunk Edge Runner, and I still have yet to like actually do that one. I've watched it; it was good. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you guys think, Doctor Stone season two or Cyberpunk? Put your votes in. One of the two. Here, we'll get to it Band next week. Fucking tastic. <laughs> Thank you to Good Kid for dropping those beats. Uh, are we going to have their new newest drop in this outro there, Caleb? Do you want nope. to put a little clip? Let's want to put a little clip here. All right. Make sure to share us on all the podcatching services, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon, maybe. Do they have a podcasting thing? Go find it, and we're probably uh, there. Just use Podbean. <laughs> yeah, Podbean is our home base. You can leave a review. You can follow us on there, download all our episodes, and listen to us sequentially. It'll be a great listening experience that is over three days long at this point. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Message us and tell us if you're able to understand this story. We want to hear it because if not, yep. oops. oops. You can leave a comment on Instagram. You can email us at anime not be at gmail.com. And either way, we will message you back. We'll give you some something to really think about. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, we'll give you something to think about. We'll give you something to think we'll about, dude. All right. Think about. Uh, and remember to call uh, five. Uh, in order to give us complaints about our show, uh, we like calls around two to four a.m. Um, and Please. we'll Whose be able to help you uh, whenever you need it. Thank Wait you a minute. so much. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're going to bleep that, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I already get enough calls from Lithuania. <laughs> Thank you guys all for listening. And remember, anime may not, not be, be for, for everybody. Wait one second, sorry. Live shows things, you know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Getting a call. Yeah, no, no. I, I sent a subpoena. No, <laughs> I objected. I objected three times. Okay. I don't care if you're Jimmy, Jimmy and Sons Law Firm. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I'm coming for you guys. I'm taking every freaking penny. You guys tickled me for days. <laughs> I can't feel the bottoms of my feet. Wow. You're sick. <laughs> You're sick. Yeah, I love you too, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs>